Hey there, party people. Good evening, and welcome to the Fireside Chat on 86.5 The Vibe. This is your boy, Jackie C. And Shade. And his boy, Shade, leader of the Shady Gang. Shady Gang Enterprises and uh, Shady Gang Incorporated. That being said, tonight we're coming to you all for just, you know, a quick little tidbit. Some of you all had a lot of questions about, you know, what we thought of the election and whatnot. So we were just going to do a little election special. Nothing, you know, too big. Just, you know, answering a few questions. A lot of you all noticed that we were extremely accurate with our election prediction, including down to the individual states. No joke. Not to brag, but we told you about Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. We told you about Texas, Florida, and Ohio. We didn't comment on Arizona. And the reason we didn't comment on Nevada, quite frankly, is because we just always thought Nevada was going to go blue. I mean, yeah. Harry, Harry Reid's from there. Like, the Democratic infrastructure there, that would be something to lose. But I, I suppose it was close. Um, and then in Arizona, the Senate candidate was very good. I think we mentioned him, right? Uh, Mark Kelly, we were talking about. He was yeah. Gabby Gifford's husband, the congresswoman who got yep. shot. Yep, yep, Former yep. NASA astronaut, like yeah, awesome, amazing right. guy. Like, yeah, like I'm not going to say that we knew he was going to win. I didn't know that Biden was going to win there. I knew he was going to win. There was just Martha McSally wasn't super popular. That being said, Shade, how are you doing today? We always have to ask how you all are doing. Make sure that you are drinking your water. You know, getting your sleep, eating well, stretching, all those things to keep you young and healthy. Shade, have you, are you doing well? I am doing pretty well. Um, drank a lot of water today, and then otherwise just had a very restful day. Yeah, I, uh, I did a lot of sleeping today, actually. Same here. I slept eight hours last night, maybe nine. Oh, wow. Closer to nine. And then today I took a good three four hour nap i fell asleep when i fell asleep it was like halftime like the steelers game and i woke up to see tom brady getting crushed by new orleans at home crushed man that was something to watch i don't mean to sound like a bitter ex you know patriots fan (laughs) it it was nice to finally see it i wanted to see it happen against green bay i talked a lot of trash to a saints fan and so i didn't necessarily want to see it happen new orleans but i'm glad that it did happen that being said, I guess let's get to the point. So, Shay, we're just going to go down line item by line item. We've got maybe 10 questions. Oh, good. 10 questions. Let's make it happen. First question. What do you see happening in the Georgia Senate runoff? Okay. And so by the runoff, you mean when? In January, yeah, they're going to have another. Or maybe it's December. They're going to have another election. For the Senate, neither, correct? Because yep, neither candidate hit 50%. Gotcha. It's for two seats, so there's going to be two separate. It's going to be like Kelly Loeffler and Osgriff. Well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia maintained its kind of red color that it often has. Um, I'm sure – I think it went to Biden. Is that correct? Yep. So I can only imagine that it probably went to Biden, and it wasn't by that much, I think, only like a couple – 10,000, 20,000 votes. Um, but yeah, I think the only reason that it went to Biden was probably because some people are sick of Trump on both sides. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. There, I think they said like 5% of people crossed over voting. Like they were like, I'm, or I think a total of like 9% of people like voted for the president on one side and then like they split ticket vote basically. So almost 10% of Americans. Hmm. I think is the statistic. It's like nine something. Um, that being said, yeah, I. So I've heard the arguments. You know, Democrats say, "Well, we'll have more time. We can register more voters now, and more young people will be able to vote." And we're really going to do this thing. Like we won in the presidential race. There's no reason for us to lose this time around. And so, Shade, let me ask you a question. If Monday before the election, the election was on Tuesday. If Monday night someone asked you. Who do you think is going to win Georgia? What would you have said? I actually was surprised. I thought it was going to go red all the way. There's not a soul I know. Think about right now, if you're listening. Think about right now. You thought it was going to go red. The point is Republicans didn't necessarily think they could lose there. 
Similar to how Democrats didn't think they could lose in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, the blue wall, they saw it get cracked. They realized it wasn't bulletproof. They did what they needed to. They invested. They put the infrastructure in. They got out the vote, and they won it back. And I wholeheartedly expect Republicans to do the same thing in Georgia. Um, Republicans do really well in runoffs. They even took Katie Hill's seat in California. You uh, do you, Do you know who that is? I actually don't. She was a representative. You want to hear something crazy? Democrats sometimes disgust me. And stick with me, people. Well, okay. No, Katie Hill. So Katie Hill, her, like, husband or something, her ex-husband leaks, like, a naked picture of her. Oh, or no. Something. Yeah. Well, and that so, sucks. And you know what happens? Democrats tell her she needs to resign so that no. the news can focus. No, they tell her so that the news can focus on Donald Trump. We don't want you what? to take away from the news cycle. That's stupid. Are you kidding me? Donald Trump takes up all the oxygen. A bomb That's... could go off in Times Square during the Trump presidency, and they would have talked about it for like a day, and then Donald Trump would have done or said something, or it would have been about Donald Trump. That's it would have been sociopathic. Like, oh, Donald Trump That's blames whack. Muslims or something. Just does something crazy. He says something wild that's off message instead of, you know, uniting the country and being like, the point is, is Katie Hill, like, oh my God. Like, I think most people, if you ask them, hey, do you know who Katie Hill is? They would say no, one. Two, and it was a news cycle for a little bit. But yeah, so Republicans ended up taking her seat in California. Uh, really? Because Democrat, I mean, it's just one of those things where it, I don't know. Like I said, so. Republicans do very well in special elections. They do. Democrats do well for presidential elections. They do all right in midterms normally. But they do well when, like, there's an official date. Republicans always come out to vote. Republicans believe in their right to vote. Keywords there. Uh, But, no, I'm messing with y'all. But actually, though, Republicans, you know, they get out to vote, and I just... I know that we said Georgia was going to be red. That was actually, I think, the only state we got wrong when we were going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming North Carolina goes blue. We right. said, you know, Tom Phyllis, there's just no... He's just so desperate. I got to be elected to be a check on a Biden presidency, uh, which is actually our next question. But yeah, we see Georgia definitely going red in the future. I will yeah. say this much. And someone asked us about the future of the electoral, like the map, the different states. We have, I think, seven states to go through. In the future, I wholeheartedly see. I wholeheartedly see Georgia going blue. That was the first time it went blue in our lifetime, statewide. You think so? No, it was 1992. Was no, last no, no. I mean, you think it's gonna oh. go blue? Um, the demographics there have been changing and trending in the way of Democrats for years. You that's could, the. You could be right. I mean, that's the unfortunate truth. And the Republican Party continues to trend to the right. And so the real question is, if you can elect a moderate Republican who can reach out to the changing demographics, one, that can reach out to young people, two, Republicans need to do a better job of reaching out to young people. They did an okay job with minorities. They need to do a better job with African-Americans. They did a great job with Hispanics, Cubans specifically in Florida. That's what won them Florida, actually. Fantastic job. But if they're going to win Georgia, they need to do something to reach out to the African-American community there because it's large, it's looming. Augusta County and then Fulham, where Atlanta is, I believe, that's what gave Biden. And if that's what will give Democrats the win in the future. So Republicans in Georgia are going to have to trend back to the center if they're going to want to pick up, you know, suburban areas and whatnot. And But no, I just like if you look at the map, like South Carolina, every state around georgia went red yep and it's just it's alone just its own little blue in a sea of red and i just i can't see it staying that way for the senate i see it trending that way in the future i see it being you know a new battleground it will definitely be a new battleground going forward 2018 2020 showed that it will be a battleground but this time around guys i just and i could be wrong we were wrong this last time but we'll see uh, the next question for us, Shade, what do you expect out of a Biden presidency? Well, and I, we may have touched on this either last session or maybe just you and me, but quite frankly, I think it's going to be hard for Biden to get a lot done. I'm sure he will get some things done. I would be surprised if he didn't, but 
based on what I'm seeing in the Senate, I'm assuming the Senate is going to go more red. And it's because of that, be Mitch McConnell, the Senate leader. Exactly. And because of that, I kind of doubt he's going to get a lot done only because I think there's going to be a lot of pushback similar to kind of the second term of Obama. Not to say that Obama didn't get a lot done, but there was a lot of pushback. There was a lot of red tape and a lot, basically a lot of things were held up in Senate. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to see 2020 to 2024. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's one way to look at it. But I'm going to take a different approach. Just for the sake of taking a different approach, perhaps. What if Biden and McConnell could get back to the days of Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill? You know, which would be great, or and, or Clinton and Newt Gingrich, and Biden you know, even like alluded to Democrat. that recently. In yeah, one in of the his things speech. he said exactly. Now, of course, he's a politician. He could just be saying that to look good. We don't really know. But I'm hoping in some way that maybe I am wrong and that he will get people to start working together towards well, the common goal. Well, yeah, hear me, hear me out, hear me out. I think we could, we could maybe get back to those days with these two. McConnell has been a menace to, you know, was a menace to the Obama administration. Played the antagonist, said, you know, my goal, make him a one-term president, all that good stuff. But McConnell and Biden have a pretty good history together. They've both been in the Senate a long time, since before most of us were born. And they have a history of working together. And as a matter of fact, I didn't know this, McConnell was actually the only Republican to go to Joe Biden's son's funeral. Really? Yep. And then Joe Biden was the only Democrat to go to the McConnell Center when it opened in Kentucky. And he gave a speech. Is that so? Yep. And he gave a speech there. And he said, you know... A lot of people don't think that Democrats and Republicans can like each other. Well, guess what? We can, and we do. And I like Mitch. And so my point is, and a lot of you know progressives don't want to hear that, but the truth is, with a Republican Senate, like you're going to work with them or you're going to get nothing done. Right. Fun fact, overreaching executive orders are not going to work. Why? Because you definitely can't stack the court now that Republicans control the Senate. Exactly. Supreme Court is what six to three now. Yeah, and overreaching. I would be worried about like something like Obamacare or something getting struck down. But my point is, is maybe just maybe you know he could invite McConnell to the White House. He could go down. You know, Reagan used to go to Tip O'Neill's office. Like there used to be a time before like the two thousands. Probably Bush stopped going down there because he had a unified government. He was busy, you know, dealing with the war on terror, all that kinds of stuff. He probably started the precedent, but presidents used to like go down to Congress, not just for the State of the Union, but they would go down like to the Speaker's office and like sit there and be like, hey, like, let's talk. Like, and then, you know, the Speaker would go see the president. And so, yeah, I do believe, you know, maybe he'll go down, visit Mitch. He'll start that back up and Mitch will visit him. And I think that there's places they could work together. I do. I think a big one is going to be covid relief they're going to find a way to compromise on perhaps hopefully and i think infrastructure mcconnell has talked about infrastructure trump talked about infrastructure biden i haven't heard him talk too much about infrastructure but every president has talked about failing infrastructure they could you know they could do something easy a slow ball veterans taking better care of our veterans everybody on the left and the right can agree on that right that's a nice easy slow ball tap it out the park i think you'll find mcconnell perhaps maybe willing to work with him more because of the you know the map in 2022 is not favorable to republicans the states That's that they're fair. up in are all swing states they're all states that either democrats won in 2020 or are swing states so like you know it was super close well you know and i hope you're right yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could it could be something where Biden Biden said he wanted to be the most progressive Amer president in American history. It could be mm. something where they don't work together. It could be. But no, I even think I think that Biden if he's a talented politician, he'll do what Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton lost the House and the Senate in his first 2 years 
end up surviving eight. Obama only lost the House in his first two years. Losing both in your first two years is like, it's basically saying you're a lame duck. Trump lost the election, right? But he only lost the House after his first two years. So to lose both in your first two years is like a death sentence. And Bill Clinton survived because he just went down there and was like, okay, well, y'all seem to be the new sheriffs in town. Let's figure this out. And he took what he could get from them and he ran with it. There's going to be areas where you can work together. There's going to be a little bit of give and take. There, there can be. There might not be, though. Uh, and one thing I want to say about a Biden presidency before we move on is I wanted to congratulate you know Kamala Harris on the historic nature of her vice presidency. I was watching this video. It was you know all of our vice presidents in 46 seconds. It basically went through all of them. It started out as black and white and went all the way up. And it was in color. And then out of nowhere, it was just this half black, half Asian woman. And before that, it was just all, literally all white guys down the list. Like, and I know a lot of folks don't like identity politics, but truly it's amazing how far our country has come. And a lot of liberals are angry with where our country is right now, but it's amazing how far we've come from the We're days of there. Dr. Bit King and John Lewis on uh, the Pettus Bridge and Selma and stuff all the way. You know, if you look back at slavery, like 150 years ago, black people were being bought and sold. Mm, yep. Maybe a little bit more than that. Probably. But it's like 160 years ago. Black folks are being 165. Black folks are being bought and sold maybe 170. The point is 1865 was when, you know, it's not, it hasn't even been 200 years African-Americans have been free in this country. And then you even look at, like, what is freedom? Was freedom what they had from 1865 to the days of Martin Luther King fighting for civil rights, you know, an inability to vote? It's not, it wasn't even legal to kill an African-American man, I think, until JFK came in 100 years later. That was the first time someone had been prosecuted for killing somebody black. Is that so? In this country. Well, there have been people who were prosecuted before, but it was always, like, dry. It wasn't even, like... It wasn't a crime. Like, yeah, you can read like first person accounts. I tell you all now, you can read first person accounts. I'm a history major of folks like they have a black person tied up. They take them out to the woods and then let them go and hunt them. There's pictures of black folks That's hanging so and whack. people taking pictures with it. their kids out there. Like, and That's we awful. came from black people not even being and then women too. think about where women were. Yeah. And she's black and she's a woman like check check yeah so i know a lot of folks don't like identity politics but identity politics are beautiful in that sense it is well diversity is beautiful absolutely and acceptance acceptance and a, a lack of ignorance we're definitely we're progressing socially in our country and i think you're exactly right it is a beautiful thing to see yeah and so our next question actually ties into our last question about what we see from a Biden presidency, because there's one wild card that we didn't even discuss. Where does Trump fit in in all this? Does he That's run again question. in 2024? Does he back off and leave the Republican Party alone? Does he keep up with the tweets? Republicans aren't going to think about it. Republicans are scared to rebuke him now. What if he says, I don't like the Obama, I mean, the, uh, the Biden infrastructure plan? Yeah. And Republicans are like, nope, bail, bail, bail. Like, what happens, he could, I think he still has a lot of control of the Republican Party, but they're asking, where where does Donald go? What, what will he do? Is he going to run again in 2024? And do you see him being prosecuted slash locked up? What I don't, say you? you know, I don't think that they're going to prosecute him. Maybe there are probably going to still be people who are fairly bitter and um, are looking to prosecute him to the fullest extent of the law for anything that they might be able to figure out charging him for. But for the most part, I don't think anyone really wants to see that. Um, so I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, instead, I would be surprised if he decides to be quiet. Like his Twitter is always blowing up. If he just quits Twitter, I would be shocked. Um, definitely, I think he's going to keep 
doing as much as he can to run whatever power he has, whether that's the minds of the people who still follow him or, you know, just spreading, spreading his information and his thoughts into our political climate. Um, I definitely think that he would continue to do that. I would, again, be shocked if he didn't. Um, that said, if he doesn't run in 2024, I would imagine either Donald Jr. or, I mean, I would even like to see Ivanka run. But I would be surprised Ivanka if we don't. Ivanka would definitely win. I know, right? Uh, I would be surprised if we don't see more of the Trumps in the future as well. Yeah, so I'm going to agree with you about Trump being prosecuted. I think that's an absolute joke. The thought of him ending up behind bars, I think like I think some people want to see it. I think most of us know that that wouldn't heal the country. No. I think like, you know, it like, how, really like Ford issued a pardon and I think Lincoln issued a pardon to Jefferson Davis and Ford issued a pardon to Nixon. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, let's move on like if you lock him up, what do you think his supporters are going to do? Exactly. It's going to cause more but chaos. But I'm also going to go on the record and say that there's like a precedent of not locking up the super wealthy and kind of just letting them Oh, that's the true, hook. too. Like, you think about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton obviously broke the law with the email servers. She obviously, like, and I've heard from more than enough friends of mine who are, you know, military, have the security clearance, Democrat and Republican say, the Democrats say it's so sad. They're like, yeah, she, she broke the law. They're all quiet about it. Like, would she be locked? Yeah, if she were a regular person, if she were like me, you know, she'd be locked up. If she were a private and she were in Intel. If she was a private Intel analyst in the Army or like, you know, uh, Ensign or something in the Navy, something, you know, Ensign's officer, but even then a 0102, like something like nice and low on the. I don't want to say low on the scale because it's a high scale of life to be serving this country uh, in a lot of regards. But no, I think like Hillary didn't get locked up. I think like our past, all of our past presidents are war criminals and none of them are behind bars. And so from Bush, you know, with the Iraq war to Obama with those drone strikes, Trump is... And none of them are going to be, nobody rich ever gets lost. That's what was so surprising about the um, the Jeffrey Epstein thing. And that just laying It Maxwell, was surprising. They actually locked up somebody with money for a change. Like Bill but Cosby. What he was doing. Bill was Cosby was clearly... black. So we knew that was going to happen. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well, Bill Cosby, to be fair, Bill Cosby definitely broke the law. Um, yeah. Definitely. I was going to say, let me, let me slow down real quick. I some think... people are like, uh, but I no, think my if point anyone is, is, is the wealthy like, seem to, for the most part, definitely slide when you know it comes to breaking the law and whatnot. And Trump, whether you think he broke the law or he didn't, I expect he might have some civil suits to deal with. Maybe. But he has the money to pay those off. But he'll he's not he's, he's not, not going to he's jail. not going to jail people. Yeah. And so as far as Donald's future goes. I wonder if he'll keep tweeting because like he said, he, there was a point where he said it himself. Wow. If I lose to Joe Biden, like I would lose to one of the worst candidates in history. And the truth is Joe made a lot of gaffes. Joe, Joe really wasn't, you know, super fantastic. And if Donald knew how to be quiet and let his accomplishments speak for him, like I was looking into what all that he had done for uh, the black community, you know, and a lot of folks would be like, Oh no. Like, but no, if you just hear me out, like he gave the HBCU money, the HBCUs money where Obama didn't. He, I guess he's put more like African-Americans like freed more from jail, like that were locked up over stupid stuff. Hmm. And he even had like the platinum plan or something from Ice Cube. That's right. And Ice yeah. Cube was like, oh, when I went to Joe Biden, you know, when he was running, when he was vice president, Joe Biden was like, oh, maybe after the election it was lukewarm. Trump invited me into the White House, sat me down, like, and I guess my point is, is if Trump, like, shut up, like, that might win over some African Americans. Like, the school that Kamala Harris went to, he, you know, got them the funding they needed, so they didn't close, like, hmm. and, yeah, so, the school that, um, 
what's her name? Uh, Stacey Abrams went to it, from Georgia. Really? It, it, he yeah, he got the HBCUs. Look it up. Wow. And you don't hear things about this, or like there was like some plan where he like lo- like a bunch of black businesses got loans and stuff, and you never you oh, never good. hear about that. No, that's all really you good. hear about is his foolishness. Yeah, his fo- that's all you hear about is his foolishness, and so he he cost himself the election. Really, he did. He did. He you that's know because he just talking like, people just wanted. He said he was going to act presidential. People voted for him. They believed in it. He did not act presidential. No. If you look at like states like Maine, like Susan Collins won in Maine. She's a Republican. Why didn't Trump win in Maine? Someone explain that to me right now. Why didn't Trump win in Maine? Why are the Republicans going to win in Georgia and Trump didn't win in Georgia? It doesn't make sense. Truly. And it's because he's off message all the time. It's always an 11. It's never a nine. Like, it's never, it's always an 11. It's never a seven. Like it's never toned down just a little bit. Never. Yeah. And so, which of course is so part this of is, his This charm, is an embarrassing but... loss. And now you have your wife telling you like to, she's telling him to concede his son-in-law and Ivanka have come to him and been like, you, t- you need to concede. Like it's over. Like he's once again, like they said on Fox, they were talking about on uh I've been watching Fox News coverage in the morning. I've been trying to get balanced coverage from everywhere. Uh, and they were even saying on Fox News, like Republicans that come on, like they had Rudy Giuliani and they were like, well, Rudy, like there's no evidence of voter fraud. Like, what are you saying? Like, Rudy, where's the evidence? He's like, well, people weren't allowed. In the- Where? What are you saying? Like that photo, they, he showed some photo. He was like, there's a photo of these ballots being made up. That photo's fake. They were transcribing ballots that got damaged. And someone took a picture and then they cut out the poll watchers. Like, you know, there's poll watchers. They framed them out. So it looked like someone was just changing the ballots over. That's awful. Yeah. It's like Rudy, like a bunch of misinformation. Are you really going to do this? And so this is just another example of Trump doing what he does. And it's the reason he didn't win. And he, he lost to Joe Biden. He lost to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been trying like he, he bought it up on the stage himself. You've been trying for 30-something years. And he beat you. Yeah. Oh, you could have fixed that problem while you were in Congress. You built the cages that, you know, uh, the illegal immigrants are in. You deported, like, Obama, the Obama administration deported tons of illegal immigrants. Tons. You did that. And, yeah. Biden, the 94 crime bill. Joe Biden, like... You did that. All that, like, you have to think all the, like, dirt that gets on you in politics over the years, over the course of you did this, you did that, you did that, and you still lost. And you were the incumbent. You had every advantage. And so, yeah, I think that there's a decent chance Donald Trump just goes away. He says, wow, like, I can't believe it. But I don't know, because his ego is there where he probably still won't believe he lost, even after the courts and everything. I believe he'll concede after the courts and everything, the recounts, and it's like, I mean, you he kind of has to. Well, he doesn't have to. I'm talking about concession speech. Like, I watched Mitt oh, Romney's, okay. and Mitt Romney talked about how, like, he was like, yeah, Obama won. The nation chose a different direction. And so what we're going to do is we're going to pray for this president just like we would have the last, just like y'all would have for me. We're going to yep. do what we can when we agree with him, blah, blah, blah. Like, and Mitt Romney, what a respectable remember, man. Mitt Romney wasn't even in the Senate then. Mitt Romney was going into private life just like Trump. Hmm. So Mitt Romney lost, and he was like, wow, well. And he was super gracious about it. John McCain, super gracious when he lost to Obama. Hillary was gracious when she lost to Donald Trump. Yeah. She didn't say, wow, I can't believe you know this race is one, blah, blah. She didn't say, I'm not going to concede. She walked out there. They put on, you have to put on your big boy pants or... Your big boy, you know, whatever. Your big girl, whatever. You gotta. It's tough, but you gotta, you gotta do it. I believe Donald Trump will do it. I believe after all options are exhausted, he'll because it's a part of healing the country. It's a part of bringing the country back together. Saying we lost, y'all won. Let's go from here. Until next time. Yep. But yeah, if Donald Trump stays on Twitter, you can best believe a Biden presidency is going to be nothing but gridlock. But you can also believe, I believe that a 2022 
Democratic superstorm will come. If Trump stays on the Twitter and Republicans continue to act like he's in office, because they got rid of Trump. And I feel like a lot of voters voted Trump out and they voted for Republicans down the ballot because they thought, if we free you, you'll act like a normal person. Yep. If Trump continues to tweet, if Trump's like, yeah, as long as I'm alive, I own the Republican Party. I think the, the country will send them another message and it will be a little bit louder this time. Yeah. The Trump, the country rejected Trumpism. It didn't reject Republicanism because right now it doesn't see them as the same. Yep. If Trump leaves office, continues to tweet, Republicans continue to take the marching orders, it, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. So speaking of, that leads us to our next question. I like how these just flow together. Someone asked, who won? Who really won? Democrats or Republicans? What say you, Shade? Well. You can't say it's a draw. That's uh, too easy. You know, and so in a way, that is kind of where I'm leaning. I want to say that the way things are set up right now, it does seem more Republican than Democrat in our overall system and the reason that i say that so the judicial branch or right now our supreme court is definitely more republican than democrat and in that i don't think that we're actually going to see hopefully too much change because it seems that all the members on the supreme court right now are really looking more towards holding constitutional truth and i appreciate that but that doesn't mean that they don't frame other things. And because of that, one, I think our judicial everything is going to be a strong arm in some things coming up here. The other thing, so Senate, I believe is going to go Republican. I definitely believe that the Senate is going to go Republican. And with that, again, that's kind of why I believe that Biden if he goes the more progressive route might have some extra pushback so right now the republicans are set up pretty well they have a pretty firm handle on the legislature and they have a pretty firm handle on the supreme court so in a way it's kind of like republicans one like you said it's not really so much that the people rejected republicanism they just rejected trumpism so that's why i think we see states like maine who vote out trump but are really still sticking more republican and so on and so forth all, all the examples that you kind of had in our previous topic there and yeah in in that sense i feel that republicans kind of won but that said the democrats definitely are going to take a lot of not pride in their victory but they're going to definitely try to use the power of their victory in the ways that they can exactly satisfaction and they're going to do things to the best of their ability to make a point of proving hey we have the democratic presidency right now we're going to do everything that we can with it and in that regard i i do believe that also the democrats kind of won and that's why i say it's kind of a draw if that makes sense okay yeah no i i actually uh i disagree i think that it was unequivocally a republican victory a resounding republican victory first and foremost stick with me people where was the blue wave there yeah there was none there's no blue now wave. you talked about you know doing everything you can with the presidency you can't do anything the supreme court is going to strike down any overreaching executive orders and there's going to be a republican senate more likely than not you're even going to have to compromise on your executive appointments like if you try to pick somebody like elizabeth warren and push her through like republicans might vote her down they might say yeah we're not doing all that and yeah so i would say if you're a democrat and the only thing you cared about was getting donald trump out of office which i doubt but if that's the only thing you cared about then yeah i guess you won but republicans won down ballot they'll control redistricting again granted republicans made the best maps they could in 2010 
I don't think Republicans can make better maps than they did this most recent time around. Republicans controlled the House from 2010 all the way to 2018 uh, after they did the redistricting last time. I don't think it gets better than that, so I'm not necessarily worried about that. But I am in the sense, why can't Democrats win down ballot? That's a that's a serious call for concern. And then, like you brought up, Republicans control the Senate, so you're not going to be packing the Supreme Court. The court is going to be more likely than not, you know, keeping you to the center. You're not going to do anything overreaching with the executive orders. And so if you're a liberal right now and you think of something that matters to you, throw something out there. Shane. Environment. Not happening. You do an exact, you, here's what you'll do. You'll get back in the Paris climate accords because that's an executive thing and you have the right to do that. I think I'm not sure if that's a I'm not sure if Republicans got out of that through Congress, like when they control both chambers or where they did the executive thing. You might get back in the Paris Climate Accords, but you that would be about it. Nothing's going to happen domestically. Republicans aren't going to you. I think with the executive orders, you can open like new national parks and stuff like that. Like, I think that's how Teddy Roosevelt did. I'm not sure, but nah. Student loans, they might find out. There might be a, they're not going to be forgiven. So the liberal idea is for them to be forgiven. They're not going to be forgiven. There might be, there's a compromise on all these issues, I believe, that they might be able to find. But at the end of the day, like, even like if you look at like Black Lives Matter, right? The Republicans mm -hmm. had a bill in the Senate that Democrats shot down. Democrats had a bill they passed in the House that Republicans in the Senate shot down. And my point is, is, if you're going to get something for Black Lives Matter, it's going to be the Republican bill. You might be able to push it a little bit closer to the left, a little bit more to the center. But no, as far as like, what do you, like when you asked, what do we expect from President Biden? Think about it. We just said we expect a ton of compromise, everything straight down the middle, or we expect absolutely nothing to happen. How can you call that a Democratic win? Oh, that's why I said a tie. If the only thing you care about, okay, let me ask you this: When Biden was running for the, when Biden was running for the Democrat nomination, a lot of progressives said that he was just a Republican, and he was a Dino, a Democrat in name only. Right? They say that about Hillary. They say that about Joe Biden. They say that about a few different people. You now have a Dino in office. You have somebody who has always been a compromise. You have somebody who has a history, even you talk about the second term of uh, the Obama administration not getting a lot done. Everything that got done was because Joe Biden and McConnell were able to work together. Yep. He was able to, and so if you're like a progressive, if you're like AOC, AOC is going to be by large in a way just a talking piece, just a mouth talking. Yeah. They're going to have to compromise. The progressive wing of the party is totally irrelevant because they're not going to help you out in any way voting for anything. You're going to have to cling to Republicans. That or nothing is going to get done. Literally nothing. It was either a loss for the entire country that the thing was split, or it's a loss for Democrats. Let me tell you, it's definitely not a loss for Republicans. They love stopping That's progress, fair. right? They well, have I don't the know Senate. About that, but... Well, they love stopping quote unquote liberal progress, right? Yes. They love stopping liberal progress. They love they got it all. The Supreme Court can stop the executive orders. McConnell can say no to whatever he wants and things stay by and large the same yeah no black lives matter none of that environment although stuff. you know i wouldn't i would be surprised if that's not really the will of the people right now though is i at least from what i've kind of heard from people is they kind of want the same government that they already had but they would want to see how someone else might do it instead maybe balance it out a little bit against kind of what donald trump was doing well okay so here's the thing about that folks have wanted change since obama in it's 2008 true. what was obama he was change in 2012 he looked like the establishment but mitt romney was really really the establishment like they wanted change in 2016 what was hillary the establishment they want change in 2020 the only reason trump lost it's because he doesn't know how to be quiet. 
the people wanted change. They wanted to vote for him. Think about how razor thin those margins are. Oh, yeah. Are. No, it's clear. They wanted to vote for him. Razor thin margins. He lost the people that got him there. They put him there because they thought eventually he'd shut up. He did a good job with the environment. The stock market is booming. I tell you all every day, invest, invest, invest. The stock market is booming. I made $200 last week. Like, $250. Like, he was good for the stock. He was good for the environment. I mean, the economy. Uh, he was bad in some ways. But like I said, a lot of Americans don't even care about that. Like, I have a friend in California who was upset because he was talking to all of his Hispanic friends. And he was like, guys, we should go protest about those prisons. And nobody wanted to go with him to protest. Like, nobody, like, they were like, oh, blah, 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 I'm doing this. Like, it doesn't really matter, blah, blah, blah. Like, they shouldn't have come here illegally. Like, stuff like that. And it's like... That's how a lot of Americans think. They shouldn't have come here illegally, blah, blah, blah. And so a lot of, I don't know, a lot of progressive policies are popular. I think immigration is unpopular. I guess my point is, is Donald Trump, whoever is change in 2024 is going to win. And whether, if Joe Biden's running again, I expect the Republicans to win in 2024. If it's Kamala Harris, I'd say Democrats have a shot. I don't know who the nominee will be in 2024. We talked about it possibly being Donald Trump. I think it'll be the Trumps. If they want to own the Republican Party, they own it for as long as they want. Uh, Governor DeSantis from Florida, Tom Cotton from Arkansas, and Tucker Carlson from Fox News are all names that are being tossed around right now. Um, the girl from South Dakota, Christy Nome, Nikki Haley from South Carolina, they're being talked about. But... Yeah, I just, like I said, I just don't know how any Democrat can see this as, it was like, they were like, everybody was celebrating in DC and it was fun. Everybody was like, yeah, Donald Trump is gone. Donald Trump is gone. But then it's like, but what now? That's really what it is. It's a, but what now? And so if you look at what Republicans got, they got the Supreme Court seat. They have the Supreme Court now for generations. And because they have the Senate, think about it. In 2022, Democrats aren't just going to revive. Say Democrats win everything in 2022. And Biden now is empowered to do whatever he wants progressively. They have a super majority. The talk of stacking the court, it could be a thing if the court like strikes down abortion or something or kills Obamacare and leaves millions of people uninsured. Like, yeah, then Americans might be like, all right, stack that court. Like Americans are very retroactive people, very reactive, but not very proactive people. And that's okay. It's, it's it's not my favorite, but it's it's okay. But yeah, I just I don't see how Democrats can see this as a win. It's just me, myself, and I. Biden has a better shot at working with McConnell than he does AOC. Think about that statement. If you say that statement is false, then maybe you can chalk it up as a win. Like I said, I see Republicans got. It, it, that's another thing. Progressives hated Nancy Pelosi. Remember, they said she was a dino, right? She's probably going to be Speaker of the House. Progre or, uh, establishment Dems are saying like it's progressives' fault they lost. They're going to be quick to work with Kevin McCarthy and, Republic and the sensible Republicans, the ones that aren't like House Freedom Caucus. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Our next question is, what do we think of the map? What do we think of the different states? Like we called the states that were going to be one. What do we see happening with them in the future? I'll, I'll go down the list. You can tell me what you think. Florida. Republican. Same. Definitely Republican. I mean, okay, I'll talk about that more later. Georgia. Republican. I see Democrat going 2024. 20, Maybe a little later on, yeah. yeah but I think the Democrat, next four years, for now, Republican. I think 2024 Democrats, yeah. Texas. They seem pretty strong Republican. Yeah, a lot of Democrats talk that craziness. Texas is the Republican California. Y'all should have quit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I tried to tell you all that beforehand. I think I don't know how much Trump won by, but he won by enough to tell you all, like, like think about it. It was Donald Trump. Like, you had every... You have, like, Beto O'Rourke. You have, like, all these decent people. Beto O'Rourke couldn't beat Ted Cruz. No. A rock star. 
super likable guy. Ted Cruz is hated by Republicans. He's hated by a lot of Republicans. Hated by Democrats. Couldn't beat him. Pennsylvania. That one's hard for me. I actually kind of wonder. Um, I'm going to have to kind of watch them a little bit more. I can see them being more of a swing in the future. Yeah, I think Pennsylvania can swing, but I think it leans Dem. I think it will remain Democrat as long as Joe Biden is relevant. I can see that. Son of Scranton, I think Joe Biden will keep PA. Michigan. Probably Democrat. I think Democrat, too. My question is, Trump was able to penetrate the blue wall, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. If a Trump isn't on the ballot, do those states go back to being safe blue? Hmm. Well, it's hard to say. I would have to... I'd have to see how things kind of play out in their next couple of elections, kind of more on the state state level. But especially Michigan, Wisconsin, I I kind of have a feeling that they're leaning a little bit more Democratic than they used to. Um, I think they're starting to get a little bit more into social policy, and I have to wonder if that's because of their younger generation that's starting to kind of come in there a little bit more. Yeah, people are coming out the cut in Milwaukee. They're coming out the cut in Detroit. Uh, you're right. There's definitely young people. I don't know, Michigan, Wisconsin, without Trump, like Trump was something different on the ballot. Like if you look at it, Ohio wasn't even really a swing state. Remember we said Ohio was definitely going Republican. Yep. Ohio wasn't even a swing state. And the Republican, that's like, you know, the center of it. And then from there, like Republicanism spills over into Pennsylvania. It spills over everywhere around it, kind of. But... Michigan and Wisconsin, I don't know. If Trump isn't on the ballot, I just don't know. It's hard to say. It'll definitely be interesting. Those will be interesting going forward. I think that they'll remain a part of the blue wall, but it's not. In the words of one of my Republican uh, colleagues, it's definitely not bulletproof. Yeah. Blue wall, but the blue wall can definitely get shattered. There's definitely holes in it to be hit. That being said, so... The next question they had was, what do we think of the fighting between the moderate versus establishment Dems? How would we weigh in on that? Well, they're, the Democrats need to get their party together. That's the reality of everything. Um, I can see why. There's some, some infighting, some backlash, but the reality is the Democratic Party is the social party that's what they definitely focus on and a lot of that has to deal with you know our environment a lot of that has to deal with social policy a lot of that has to deal with like for for example black lives matter a lot of people might say that that's more of an establishment democrat point of view than it is a moderate point of view and right now that's a hot topic item and to not be able to really participate in that for the next four years like you were saying um that biden's going to have to compromise a little bit more he's going to have to lean more republican in order to get things done since we won't be able to really tackle those social policies the same way that we did it's going to really kind of cripple the democratic party and i think finding a way to kind of bring themselves more together is going to be really really important coming up Yeah, I think, you know what I think the problem with the Democratic Party is? And stick with me on this, people. It's that they embrace the label of socialism. FDR was the first Democratic Socialist, right? Bernie pays tribute to him every chance he gets. FDR, when he was running for office, talked about all the things he was going to do socially. And he did them, right? He did those things. But whenever somebody called him a socialist or a communist, he got mad. He rejected it furiously. And a lot of progressives are like, why does that matter? Well, well, Americans are scared. Like, labels labels define people in America. Like You get labeled one way, you get defined. And so a, a lot of Americans don't like socialism. Furthermore, 
in every other country it's been tried and granted they don't have you know or i shouldn't say socialism because socialism in europe is it's doing it's okay it's it looks good it's works it looks good on them um but democrats today like they embrace it like you know like fdr like rejected it russia china it's all disgusting at least the um, progressive well, not China. Democrats China wasn't communist back then. But he, but yeah, the progressive Democrats. Like they had Bernie Sanders sitting down in an interview, and he didn't know to whether or not he should denounce the president of Venezuela. Interesting. Um, it was one of those things where it's like you should have said, "Yeah, I denounce him." Blah blah blah. He's terrible. He's this. He's that. He should have roasted him, but then said like, "I don't agree with military intervention." Because at the end of the day, I mean, that's how I am, too. I don't really right. believe you in can't agree military with intervention. Fascism. But, yeah, I was going to say military intervention over there. But the tough matter of facts are, like, you look at, like, there was an article talking about how Bernie had a second honeymoon in Russia. And really what happened was he had his first honeymoon, and then he had a business trip. To, or he had some kind of trip he was taking to Russia. I'm not, I don't think it was business, really. And he took his wife with him, like his new wife. And so they called it a second honeymoon, but he went over there. He actually gave a speech praising the Russians for their like affordable housing and all that stuff. And like, and a lot of people are like, well, why is it, a lot of progressives, you know, are probably fuming right now. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Americans do not like Russia. They do not. That's just where liked, we're at. They haven't liked as Russia. A society, I was say, yes. They don't like socialism. They don't like Russia. They don't like China. They don't like Iran. Like, they don't like North Korea, and it's one of those things where it's like... So what you're saying is that it would be better for the Democratic Party to keep doing what it's doing, but be a little bit more subtle about how they approach saying it. I'm saying, yep, I'm saying, okay, if you ask me about universal health care, I would say, oh, yeah, I love it, blah, 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 I agree. Then when you say you're a socialist, I'd say, well, no, no, I'm not. I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat. Yeah. I believe that and you the, care I about your that, fellow man. I believe that social programs uplift people and help people. And I believe that a healthier society is a better society, blah, blah, blah. But Correct. I am no socialist. I am no communist. I'm not for the collectivization of wealth or of your guns, for that matter, since a lot of people are worried about that. I'm not for those things. I, we are not like Russia. Russia is disgusting. We are not like China. This is America. Well, you might not want to say all that, but no, you, you, if you, like I said, if you get caught in a situation where you need to, you need to reject communism and socialism emphatically, even if you embrace social policies, it's okay to do. FDR did it, and it worked beautifully. They would have never elected him if he said, "I'm a democratic." So they might have oh, because no. the Great Depression was really, really bad. They might have went Maybe. for him anyway. Maybe, but there's no talent. But like things that aren't that bad. Things aren't Great them. Depression bad in America. Nobody's gonna be like, we need that much change, so we're gonna go with a socialist. Like, they're yeah, just... they're not ready yet. And here's the thing: all of the policies, shade, all of those policies are popular amongst Americans. Every single one has majority support, or the vast majority do. Especially universal health care has a tremendous amount of support on both the left and the right. But yet. Like I said, Democrats, you know, it's, oh, yeah, we're socialists, we're socialists, and then we don't win. And so progressives talked about, they said, you know, their counter was, well, the only places we lost in were places where moderates were running. That's true, but progressives are in liberal safe havens. Think about it. It's easy to chirp from AOC's district. It's a lot harder if you're running in, like, southern Virginia somewhere, like Abigail Spanberg or whatever her name is, the one who was uh, roasting the progressive wing on the news she was saying like we lost because you all want to talk about defunding the police blah 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 which is another thing democrats need to make it clear what they stand for because aoc bought a good point she was like i don't remember a single person that was elected by the democrats that said anything about defunding the police those are activist groups you can tell the activist groups we said it on here don't agree with defunding the police it's okay and you can still be a progressive you can still be you can reject those things emphatically you can come out and reject things y'all want donald trump to reject racism and stuff like that uh you need to and don't get me wrong his is definitely more needed but democrats if they want to win they need to reject socialism they need to reject the label of socialism right 
as emphatically as they wanted Donald Trump to reject racism. And if anything, even chalk it Donald up to Trump being... did reject racism, by the way. We've been over that on the show. Right. And he like... just does it lukewarm. Like I said, you need to do it the way that you wish he did it. Not, oh, yeah, baby, yeah. And in the case of people like Bernie Sanders, who even sometimes do go for more absolute socialism, they need to also reject other forms of socialism, such as Venezuela, as fascism. Well, they also need to, yeah, I was going to say, they need to bring up the, uh, they, like, I wouldn't get into defending socialism and communism, but the truth is, those countries don't get to vote. Like, democratic socialism is, yes, the state is big in everyone's lives, but you all get a say in what the state is and what it does. It's not the state and the state is one man named Putin, or it's one man named Mao, or it's one man named, uh, whoever uh lenin whoever you want to talk about madur madur whatever his name is from maduro from uh, venezuela whoever it is it's not just one man it's us as a country together so that but like i said i wouldn't even get into defending it and explaining how it's different i would say we're not socialists we believe in social policies we believe that this policy will help here ask me about my policies don't label me you don't like it when i label you I don't call you a uh, I don't call you a corrupt journalist. I don't call you a uh, a biased journalist. I don't say that this is the liberal media or this is the conservative media. I don't call you conspiracy. I don't label you any kind of way. Don't label me. Look at me for my policies. But Democrats, you know, they're quick to you know we're. Uh, it's the same thing with the Tea Party. It really is. It's one of those things where it's like if you didn't say you were a Tea Party, if you just talked about. Like, if you look at the original 10 rules of the Tea Party, they're all actually beautiful rules. They all make sense. You don't spend more, Shade, you don't spend more than you make in your personal life, so why does the U.S. government do that? The government that represents you. We're all in the government together, right? That means we've all overspent more than we've made. We're all in debt, 122. It's like things like that that all make sense. But then, you know, the Tea Party, you get off message and you do, like I said, like the thing with defunding the police it's the same thing with like the tea party and like the whole like you know flirtations with racism and stuff like that it's one of those things where it's like you got off the message of the policy yep you got too into the labels and too into the noise around you you need to reject the noise around you you need to reject the labels and you need to focus on the individual policies that you're going to washington for to better the lives of the american people and so that's what the democratic party needs to do whether they decide they stand for this or that, they need to make sure that it's clear what they stand for going forward, that to some extent they're unified in it. They can obviously have dis disagreements depending on... That's another thing. I feel like Democrats need to learn how to run differently. Like Susan Collins runs a different campaign than Tom Cotton does in Arkansas. And think about it. They have Republican governors in Massachusetts and Maryland. They're running a different kind of campaign. They're running different kinds of campaigns everywhere. They're running to tailor to the American. I feel like that's why they went down ballot because they're running locally. They're running on local issues. I, I don't know. So that's what I'll say about the fight between the establishment and the moderate Dems. You all need to figure out which one is best for the district and you need to play it by ear with the district. What if you could win in a district? It was, you know, everything was liberal, but you had to say, like, I don't support abortion. You know, you're in the Bible Belt, you're down south. Would you take that shade? They're liberal in every other way. They'll vote with you on your budget, everything. They're just not for abortion. Well, I mean, would I take it? No. You wouldn't but take it? Not me personally as a human being. No, no. no, I'm saying, like, down south. Like, you would say, I'd rather have someone who's a Democratic purist than someone who leans a little bit up to the right well, well, that could know, get elected and well, could help you know us me, out in I'm Congress. An, I'm an independent. It totally depends. So maybe. Well, I'm asking if you were in the Democrat. Say you're a Democrat. You're in the Democratic Party. Are you going to uh, say? Yeah, you probably want a Democrat, the, well, even if they don't support abortion. Even if, well, no, no, no. My point is, is like in the primary, are you going to vote for a Democratic purist? Like someone who's like, oh, yeah, I believe in abortion, black lives matter. Oh, no, matter, you'll probably go more walk. for the moderate. Or should you go for, exactly. You should go for the person who might lean a few, have might, uh, might have a few right-wing bones in a right-wing district that can maybe help you in Congress on some of your key issues, as opposed to having a Republican there who's going to reject everything. It's the same vice versa. 
Republicans do a good job of it. It's why they win anywhere and everywhere. It's why Massachusetts is a threat and they're a threat in Michigan. They're a threat in Pennsylvania. They, they're in Massachusetts, in the governor's mansion right now sits a Republican in the liberal state of Massachusetts. Yep. In the liberal state of Maryland sits a Republican governor. It's crazy stuff. And so that actually kind of leads us to our next question. It's actually just a fun one to kind of end the night. Can Republicans win in California? Can they ever win in California again, statewide? Simple answer, no. <laughs> Simple answer, no. They need George Clooney. They need to get a so, movie star you know, that's, that's good looking. Given that has the money. right candidate, maybe. And then once but again, they, they would have to... to have a really bad Democratic candidate at the same time, I well, think. Well, I think, okay, so I think that a lot of people in California you are. You said George con- Clooney? I'd vote for George Clooney. Yeah, I vote for George Clooney. No, a lot of people are, um, a lot of people in California say like the tax are too high, blah, blah, blah. I feel like if you had a Republican who talked about lower taxes, but then they were liberal on social issues. This is what I mean when I say switch it up if you have to. If you have a Republican, a who's very like, moderate believe, Republican, yeah, yeah, yeah like, you could I believe get in a woman's done. right to choose. It makes all the sense that it's her body. The Supreme Court said that this was established. Where does law. Kanye live? Or I don't know, but Kanye, Kanye got five thousand or fifty thousand votes nationwide. We need to. They need to retire Kanye West. I nah, haven't heard an album of his in five just, years. If, retire that man. <laughs> I know, right? Nah, honestly, I think Kanye could pull it off in California. As a Republican, I think people would yeah. laugh. I think people still are laughing at Kanye. It's because his wife told ridiculous. him not to run. No, nah, Kanye said he was a Republican, but when he said something like. I want to give a million dollars to every woman who has a child. That's just foolish. It's not left or right. It's just foolish. It really, it really is. I wonder where his campaign team was and all that. Does he have a campaign team? I thought he did. I mean, he definitely didn't have one anymore. Like, I'm sure it's not just like a social media team. <laughs> I don't know. If I was on his campaign team, I would have been like, look, what he was saying is, is he's pro-life in the womb, but he's also pro-life in life. They talk about a woman's right to choose, right? And pro-life people talk about the baby's right to choose in their life. And so you're giving the woman money to make sure that the baby has some opportunities to grow up, to live, to compete in this world. But when he said a million dollars, he misspoke. That's what I would have, we would have had to walk that, we would have had to walk that one back. A million dollars, Kanye, for every baby born, like. Yeah, right. Shoot, I right, go out and have seven kids right now. Like, shade. Nah, no. but, It'd but be a Con- multi millionaire. I know, like, right? Putting Con- that money in the market, <laughs> bringing it back out for them kids. Like, boy. Like, I know, right? No, but Kanye's got, he's got something going on. I think if he did something a little smaller, he might be able to get some stuff done in the next, like, 10 years. Uh, I think Kanye, I think that's a, I think that's a dead move, my guy. Like, I think Justin Bieber has a better chance at being president. Justin Bieber could not. Well, no, president. I don't think Kanye could ever be president. Or winning California. I think Justin Bieber has a better chance at being governor. Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber. I think Ted Cruz has a better chance at being governor of California. Ted Cruz could do it. He's not even from California. Good grief. Um, They gave us one more question, and this question is just going to make me mad. It's where is Mike Pence in all this? Like we talked about, like, yeah, where right now, like Trump been? is Trump is like going anything. to the courts. By the way, the court stuff isn't going to work. Someone asked me that, and I felt like I wouldn't even waste my time on it. Trump is going to the courts, right, to ask really ballots and stuff to be thrown. He doesn't have yeah. any claim. You can't go to the court without a claim. That yeah. don't even make sense. So that's a dead move. But they asked, where is Mike Pence in all this? I haven't heard from him. I'll tell you where Mike Pence is. He's hiding, hoping that he can leave with his integrity. Because <laughs> if he says something not in support of Donald, he's screwed. If he says something in support of Donald, he's screwed. But he wants to be president in 2024, although I don't know why. Yeah, do you think he'd win or he'd run? Well, if he runs against the Trump, first and foremost, nobody right. should run against the Trump. But no, I'm going to say it right now on this show, and I answered the person's question through text. I said, Mike Pence will never you will never hear the name president pence in your lifetime yeah i don't think so either never the trumps could all the trumps could go on a boat tonight and it could sink 
and all of them are gone. And I guarantee you, Mike Pence isn't going to be the Republican nominee. I can guarantee it. There's so many fantastic Republicans that are younger, sharper than he is. He's a good guy. He, 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 he seems like a gentleman. He does. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like, you know, I get dinner, get dinner with Mike Pence. I I'd say, yeah, he seems like a good gentleman. I would, I would ask Mike Pence you'd, if I could get dinner with him. You'd have to go with him and his wife, right? No, that's just if you're a girl. Oh, he right. He doesn't, like, yeah, with women alone. I would ask him about that. I would say, you know, Mike, you've been in a marriage a long time. You eat dinner with your wife. Oh, that's another thing. We yeah, get I was going to say, does yeah, he yeah, eat I mean, dinner with his wife I have to get lunch with Mike Pence. Pence. That's right. He there gets dinner go. with his wife every night. But at lunch, I'd ask Mike Pence, I'd be like, you've been married for a long time. You know, the divorce rate's going, how do you? How do you make it work? How do you fall in love every day with the same person? Like I, I, I admire, I admire that about him. His devotion to his wife. Like y'all can. These are important things. Yeah. So I, I would get, I would get lunch with Mike Pence, but Mike Pence ain't never gonna be. I'd get lunch with Vice President Pence because he'll never be President Pence. Never. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not forty-four years from now. Not ten years ago. Never. I hope I rang that point through your head. Tom Cotton, Tucker Carlson, Governor DeSantis. Does he get Secret Service? Who? Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. Yeah, he gets Secret Service. Well, from even from now on. Absolutely. Like, even if. Oh, really? You know, people who would get the, who would love to get their hands on Michael Pence, like Michael Pence, like. You know yeah, it. Absolutely. See, congressmen get Secret Service for the rest of their life after, I think, it's six they years. Do? Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, you know the people would love to get their hands on a congressman? Yeah, I know, right? No, I think they. I think congressmen get Capitol Police. I don't know what protection they get at home. That's a good question. That being said, we're all out of questions. If you all have more, you can feel free to comment on us, text us, whatever you need to get in touch. We'll answer them as they come in. With that being said, Shane... Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, that was it for me. I just wanted to say I'm glad we made it through this election in one piece. A lot of folks didn't think we were going to make it through one piece. I know a lot of people still don't think we're going to make it through one piece. But I can guarantee you we're going to make it through one piece. It's easy to talk that trash online. Shay, we grew up in the internet age. We are like, folks would be on there talking about some, I'm going to show up to your house and kill you. No, you'd be like, do it, mother. Like, <laughs> like... We grew yep. up in the internet age where everybody no can joke. chirp, but nobody is. I don't know that a lot of people are ready to throw their lives away for Donald Trump. I don't know. Maybe. I hope not. I think maybe a few, but no. The point is, and I do think Trump will probably concede at the end of the day. I don't think, I definitely don't think you'll have to drag him out of the White House. So. That would be so wild. We made it through an election. Y'all have another week ahead of you. We hope it's a great week here by the fireside. We hope that you uh, you got warm, you toasted your marshmallows with us, and you enjoyed listening. That being said, Shade, if you don't have anything else to say, we hope you all have a wonderful day. We hope that you like and subscribe and you share with your friends so we can get more listeners. We could use more listeners. Being said, we hope you all... Uh, have a wonderful day. Enjoy.